All right, three, two, one. Susan, take it. No, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Love doing this. <laughs> it's because, you know why he does that? <laughs> It's because I look at him like a deer caught in a headlight. He's like, I just better do this. Wait, that was just so... Hold on, let me get the snot off my, of my face. my favorite thing today. Okay, Please. Susan, go. No, I'll do it. <laughs> sorry for saying Sorry Media presents the Purr Podcast. The best podcast for feline medicine and surgery with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats... Keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek. Hi, I'm Eric Garcia, and welcome to the Purr Podcast. Oh, man, he is good. This You're is Dr. Good. Yola Kirpenstein. And I'm Dr. Susan Little, and I'm so honored to be on Purr Podcast <laughs> with Eric Garcia. I know. Maybe we should just <laughs> use, hire him. You for have a way. voice for radio. Well, I, I, that? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So natural. we just interviewed Dave Nickel, and he said, he, what did he say? He's a face for radio? Yeah. 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 Oh, but he has a voice for <laughs> a podcast. Does. He does. He does. I he just does. Listen yeah, but yeah. you do and, too. And you know, I think I do have a face for television but i don't have a, a voice for per radio per radio per radio and i have this this kermit sound i think no i think oh, you what? sound great the kermit the frog What's sound the kermit sound so um yeah no uh, someone will be really angry with me but someone very close <laughs> to me when i started singing said hey you sound like kermit the frog <gasps> oh um, can you sing that no. no no so that is probably the reason <laughs> i was so, at a concert you know. with him last night I, I, oh, that is not very nice. Did you, did you dress up <laughs> I, as Cher? I whispered it. I did. Yeah, he I, did. you did. You look there good. There are photos. You can rock. You can rock Cher. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I can't yeah. sing. So, yeah. so normally I'm, I can't I mouth, either. So it's okay. I mouth during songs. I know. can't. It's a good thing it was loud there. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right. So normally focus. we ask our guests to say a little bit, but I feel like it's backwards now. So I'm going to have to say a little bit who, about who I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are you? Tell us about it. He's taking this whole. He's taking the show. It's my show. Oh no! How did that happen? It happened very quickly. You're good at that. It's very slick. Yeah. Okay. So now that you've taken over our show, who are you? So a lot of things happened during these shows. You know, we we had Terry, who was amazing, and Terry Curtis, who talked. To us about feline behavior. Do yes. You know, uh, yeah, she's Florida. out of UF, right? Yeah, 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 she's very famous around yeah, these parts. Yeah, she should she's be. Awesome. Yeah. And yep. She gave us such a good idea for a new podcast. So she we're did. Starting that, but we won't talk about it here no. because we don't want to. I'm curious. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is when unscripted. the microphone goes yeah. off, we'll tell you. Okay. Right? Because you yep. need to be part of it. It's a movement. Yeah. Oh, I love being <laughs> part of movements. Yeah. Movement. yeah. Like it's for the last at least hour and a half, it's been a movement. Hey, it all starts here at VMX, right? And it's not a bowel movement. No. Oh. <laughs> but <I'm> Everybody. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> My ears are right, red. I think. Uh, by <laughs> the way, this is a feline-only focus podcast, so we Her. like to focus on our feline furry friends. Just right. for your uh, your knowledge. So, no D word. We are so excited to have you here. We so are. Please give us a little bit of background. If possible. Yeah, so uh, I'm an IT and digital uh, marketing consultant. I help veterinary practices really help enhance their digital marketing communication strategies. Um, the approach that I like to give is, you know, I did work in a practice for a very long time. So I try to make sure, you know, what it was like working in those days and give advice that I think real practices can take back. I think why I'm excited about the Per podcast is because you know, I've been doing a lot of research just about cat owners mm -hmm. and, and the opportunity that exists when it comes to 
reaching cat owners online, mm. um, which I think is a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Yep. Um, Eric and I have been working on a, a little global project yeah. with a with a company that's really kind of started to immerse us in yeah. this. How do you communicate? I mean, not just in general, but how do you focus it to cat owners? So that's that's a, actually. So what have you learned? Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's well, I, for me, the most starting startling statistic, um, and this was an AFP study, was mm. just the fact that cat owners don't believe that their cats hide symptoms and illness. Yeah. Like that just boggles yeah. my mind to Crazy. to to think that they mm -hmm. just they don't think that their cats are no. capable of becoming sick. Or they Ill. think they're well. Absolutely. They think they've never been sick. Uh, my and, cat is fine. Yeah, I mean, aren't uh, they all? They uh, live to be twenty. They don't ever need care. Uh, um, you feed them when they're hungry. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's the uh, curse of the cat, right? So they hold they they hide their clinical signs. Yeah, I like that. We're going to call this podcast the curse of the cat. The Ooh. Very nice. It is really. You know, it's it's their it's their, like their strength sure. and it's their weakness. Mm. Yeah. Well, so so owners have, struggle with that, but veterinarians struggle with it too. Well, and I think the but this is where social media comes mm. into play is yeah. because we have an opportunity to educate cat owners about the fact that uh, Yola is, is pointing at my socks that are not D related right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean that are D related. I know. And I thought about wearing my cat video. socks today. But, we'll um, forgive you. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to put this down yeah. so no one sees Don't it. Don't distract us. But yeah, <laughs> no, distractions, not at all. But I, this is where social media, I mean, and the both of you both have a great presence on social media. I think this is where we can start sharing that, you know, this is actually not true and, and you need to be aware of this. Mm -hmm. We do. Yeah, mm -hmm. you do a decent job. Mm -hmm. We do a we tried. Yeah. yeah. So that was a surprise to you. Yeah. What else has been a surprise to you about cat owners um, and veterinary care? Yeah. So for me, I'll, I'll take it. I'll tell you my surprise about veterinarians mm. is the fact that they neglect cats in their marketing. <laughs> um, and they, they do. No they, kidding. Yeah. So so here's here's you know here's something that we know about cats and 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 what cat owners perceive, um, and we know that. Uh, veterinarians aren't doing much with their marketing to yep. even show people that cats are a species that they that they service. That should get veterinary. Yeah, care. and 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 if you just go to a typical veterinary practices website, you don't see cats. Uh, I know. Throughout most of the website, you, you see, see a picture of of a kitten somewhere yeah. if you're lucky. Or a cat in a cage. Oh, do we get we get snacks? Yeah, we got some. Oh. Oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, this podcast is going really well. I'm just opening okay. Tombone Swedish Fish Mini, I, and I just because I'm I'm getting a hypo, so I need you're to. You're hypoglycemic too, aren't you? All of us are going. I'm going to wear. I'm going to pass out. So, somebody's going to find us around six o'clock. Yeah. Sunday, I have this. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for the Swedish fish. Yeah, and so this is really nice because now we're eating with our mouth or talking with our mouth. And it sticks to your teeth. Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to put my things back in. Just. Sure. Sorry, I interrupted mm. you. I'll cut this out. No, 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 no. You're you, listen. No, this is a blooper, right? Yeah, now. this is. I like it. It's raw. Um. So again, yeah. I mean, you look and you see that cat owners are, are neglected in, in in practice marketing. I always tell practices something that I look at, and I challenge all practices to do this. Go to your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Click on your pictures. Mm -hmm. Click on photos, mm -hmm. and tell me when the last time was that you've actually shared an image or a story of a cat. Yeah. And oftentimes yeah. it's very far and few in between. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, so you're right. It, that's very veterinary driven. And it even rises to the level of conferences. So conferences kind of kind of hate hearing from me because I'm the one, you know, who calls up and says, by the way, like all the, you know, the, the pictures that you have around or, oh, yes, you sent me some nice mm. graphics to, you know, promote my sessions on on uh, social media. But they've all got dogs in them. Yeah. And n not you even. You sent the D word. 
I, get I a did, glass but of wine. I, I did, but I said it in, in for a very good reason, and I think that matters. Mm. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I think that matters. So it's not just cats, though. But I mean, they don't. You don't. You don't commonly see other species. You don't see like fish and birds. But and can I ask you? Often. You know, why is that? Um, mm. You know, why is it that? Um, you know, it, when it comes to, I mean, you, this is a veterinary conference, yep. you know, where you think, like you're saying, most veterinary conferences, yep. it, I feel like there's some sort of psychology behind this. Like, is it is it that people have the perception that a, an image of a dog is going to make me feel a certain way uh, versus an image of a cat? Like, what, I, I'm curious as to why that is. I, I feel like <laughs> So, so you're asking it like I know the answer, which, which no, I, I guess I maybe it's more of a dialogue. Yes. Now I just, I'm going to email I, myself because I'm going to look into that. <laughs> which I, I don't, I don't pretend that I know. But it is that it, it's part of that overall pervasive picture that we're very dog centric in veterinary yeah. medicine, right? So most veterinarians, even though they may have um, uh, in their community maybe as many or more cats as pets, they still see more dogs, right? Okay. So you, you, so everything tends to be weighted towards dogs, and that that le- leeches or leaks over into. I don't know whether it's, you know, any online um, presence sure. that, that veterinarians look at, you know, the websites that we look at, the conferences that we go to. So, and, and uh, I mean, and, and Yola knows, you, you've seen examples of me like calling companies out and saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, you've provided like a beautiful bag for attendees yeah. and the only species on the bag is dog. Yeah. So we do it ourselves. Sure, absolutely. Right? We do it ourselves. Oh, uh, there's a cat here. I know. Oh, but this is, yeah. His, yeah. his is, is very well aware. They, yes, yes. Which so, feels- it's pay special attention to it but you're right and i have an answer yeah i think oh i'm curious yeah because you know i think it is uh, subliminal too that um you so susan pointed it out to me too and i'm taking a lot of cat pictures and i really make a special i try to have special attention to when i see a cat to take a picture of it um but dogs are kind of more you know it's easier to take a picture of a dog. I don't Aww. disagree with that. Mm. Um, it's easier. That's true. Because, you know, I, I was true. trying to make a picture of Bug, the cat, yes. which I love. Yes, we love Bug, Ken Lambrecht's and, cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so, yeah. and, and, and so it was. It took me like 15 takes to take and a good picture. And she is a photogenic she's cat. She's an awesome yeah, cat. Yeah, and she's so, an awesome cat. And so, but then I started to think about it. So if you take pictures of cats in natural habitat, mm. so without disturbing them, sure. it's yeah. easier. Yeah. But you need to to actively um, do an effort. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It, you're right, it does take more effort. It's not yeah. like going into an exam room and, oh, they, you know, there's a cute dog in here, yeah. let's go take a picture. Because the cat's not gonna be doing something that's, uh, you know, holding a toy in no, its mouth no. and, and walking no. around. What do clinics say though, when you point it out to them and they go, oh my gosh, look at that. They what just, do they say? Yeah, so they don't, they say they just, they never realize yeah, they it, never they never thought it. about it. I, and I have heard I have where another, they say it's easier. I have yeah. another reason, because if you look at, we, we often use a lot of stock photos. Yes. In there. Uh-huh. And if there you, you look go. at, there's a thousand stock photos of dogs oh, and there's one Okay. Yeah. So and what do we think about stock photos, Well, Eric? we do not we love do not stock like photos stock at photos. all. No, but even the one that you buy, you know. Yeah. No, no. Good no, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Well, there was one that we shared at the in, at Wasava where when you do actually come across a stock photo of a cat, yeah. it's like an injection being given into the abdomen and yeah. it's, a, it's a pretend veterinarian holding yeah. it with the cat open mouth breathing. And we're like, this is a great stock photo for a veterinary yeah, website. Exactly. No, we do not feel great about stock imagery and to the point of taking pictures. You know, I always advise practices, you need to hire a photographer. We need to get away mm. 
with the generic stock imagery that's yeah. online. Yeah. Um, it's easy, it's quick, I get it, yeah. but it's not who you are. No, it isn't who you are. It's who somebody else thinks somebody Absolutely. else is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. The Wind Feline Foundation has been funding cat health studies for 51 years. If you have a cat or have ever treated a cat, nearly everything we know was once funded by this nonprofit, totaling about $6.5 million. From understanding retroviruses, FELV and FIV, to more recently targeting gene defects responsible for HCM in the Ragdoll and Maine Coon breeds. The Wind Feline Foundation Pet Memorial Program offers veterinary professionals an opportunity to reassure clients that their beloved cats have not been forgotten. And those dollars support health studies that benefit the lives of all cats. Contributions totaling $150 or more receive a certificate suitable for framing or display in your clinic. Imagine being able to treat kidney disease more effectively, using stem cell therapy to cure stomatitis, or drugs to treat FIP are actually within grasp. Consider your support in telling your clients about the Win Feline Foundation and a free newsletter at winfelinefoundation.org. But this is where hiring a photographer, where you put an emphasis on cats, yeah. right? So, you know, all of your employees have cats in your practice. Bring that photographer in, have those employees' cats yeah. in there and spend a day shooting pictures of them. Yeah. Take, take the cats outside, um, you know, have the cats in the exam room. I, I have an example I shared a, in a lecture that I gave recently where it was a, a veterinarian that went back. He hired a photographer and it's one of the most amazing pictures because it tells a good story, but it's, it's the veterinarian in the exam room with the technician, you see this cat standing on an ex uh, on a on a quilt, uh, a hand woven quilt instead of the cold sterile table, yep. which we know mm -hmm. is a yeah yeah a no no uh, yep. uh, exactly yep. Um, and then you see this there, there are treats that are being uh, that are on the table, and if I've never been to this practice before and I'm a cat owner, that's going to make me feel really good, mm -hmm. right? That cat yeah. looks so comfortable. Yeah. So you can have photo shoots mm -hmm. where you just grab a whole bunch of uh, of employee cats and and get those yeah. pictures taken. And then use them for social media. It's not just for your website. Use no, them for no. Facebook and And Instagram. it's not necessarily that expensive. No. It doesn't have to be no. that expensive. Mm -mm. We're lucky in that one of our uh, vet techs is a talented photographer. Uh, so yes. we've hired her. You know, I, so we didn't make it like part of, as part of your job. You need to take. We hired her I separately. Love that. Uh, and, mm. uh, and I think that's a little that's bit of a tip, awesome actually. Idea. Because it is. Many practices might have somebody who's talented. You, mm -hmm. you don't have to be like. You can also gamify it. So you can you say, yeah. you know. We will right pay you two dollars for a good every, picture or one dollar sure. or whatever it sure. is. Every picture that yeah. you make. The one thing I would like to say, and I always stress this when we're talking mm -hmm. together too, and we love to talk together. We do. Is the fact that animals are also intellectual property. So mm. if you take a picture of someone else's animal, yes. you need to ask approval for that, yes. especially when the person is, you know, if you have a stray cat that's walking around, right. Right. you know, nobody knows. Sure. But, you know, if you take a picture of a cat in your clinic and yeah. you know that there's an owner attached to it, that owner needs to give permission and before you can use anything. And employees are not exempt from that. I right. think a lot of times we think, oh, they're they're in the practice, they're automatically giving consent. You want to have that consent. You want to put it on file with all of their HR records and be safe. But you're absolutely right. right. That's, that's something you taught me because I never be thought in. about the employee part yeah. of that, right? So we added it into the annual contract oh, that I employees sign. Um, it needs uh, to be an active opt-in though. I mean, that's the is. only thing it is. you they, have to check is. the box. 
Yeah, they do. They they sign it or they don't, right? So can I yeah. mention something that you yeah. mentioned that I actually I thought it was really cool, and it's kind of aside the point. So I agree. I think um, look within, ask your staff members. I know some veterinarians who do it as a hobby, mm. but I love that you paid her as as yeah, it was her side business. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah, we paid I think her. That separately. sends a, a great message to her. I bet you a lot of um, uh, practices like might have somebody within the practice or like mm-hmm. s- have somebody who knows somebody. It doesn't have to be a photographer to the no. stars. Yeah, you know, it just has to be somebody who knows their way around a camera and can take some good images. The one thing I will say, though, is that um, before you hire a photographer, you do need to look at their portfolio of work. Sure. Um, one of the issues that I do see with uh, practices hiring photographers and not giving them advice on yeah. how to shoot images asking them. Yeah. is what I often see is I see recept- uh, I see reception areas with yeah. no people in them. Yeah, that's uh, so common. I see that it's, it's like the they empty the place yeah, out it's like, get and away. they make it perfect and, the, and it's a ghost town yeah, and, and then they take and photographs. And the photographer thinks yeah, it's yeah. the best image or right, like they take right. a picture of the lab yeah, equipment. It's, it's like you're going to sell, it's like you're listing it yeah. online. <laughs> yes, it's I like it's it real estate. estate. Yeah. It's real estate photography. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way. Especially fisheye. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you don't want that. Well, what do you have? We're not doing anything. They want people doing their jobs. A cat owner is not going to go to that and say, oh, that's an amazing reception area. Like, I can't wait to come to that place. Yeah, really. Yeah. I just hope and there's somebody in the it when house I arrive. And it looks yeah. Really yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, the worst, part, worst part is you go to the house and then everybody is there. Yeah. Stuff all around. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. Or you know, bottles of stuff thrown around. Yeah. So okay. I always tell practices: let the photographer know that you want to capture the human animal bond, yeah. culture, and compassion. That's right. So I want to feel the culture of the practice like by that. the team members working together. I want to see the teamwork. I want to see compassion. I want to see you in the exam room actually showing love during a visit. Um, And I want to see the human animal bond. I want to feel it. But you don't want to see clutter. No, No. absolutely. No rocal bottles in the background or miscellaneous blood splatter. And and you really don't want to see blood. No. 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 And actually, I'll I'll extend Um, that. You don't want to see red on a website, on on a veterinary practices website um, or any medical. It it elicits blood. And that's a big no-no in marketing. It's just too close. Yeah. The interesting thing is, so so as a surgeon, there's always blood. So yeah, it's all about the angle. Mm -hmm. I have a a really active (laughs) surgery website where we show a lot of pictures that are bloody. Yeah. Um, I love it. And and it's an open (laughs) and I specifically want to have it open access. So some of those pictures will be um, you know, Facebook will put a yeah. little eye on it and yeah. you right, click on yeah. it. But there are a lot of pictures that are not. Um, I know it can be offensive for clients and that sort of thing. So yes. you, but, but you're not trying to get specific. them to come to a practice. Right. That's no, a that's little what, bit different uh, purpose. Yeah, I'm not right? researching a veterinarian. Yeah. But yeah. I think to your point though, just because that question usually comes up since you opened it is, yeah. you know, what what's your opinion? And, and I'll be happy to share mine, but what's yours on, on a veterinary practice and yours, Dr. Little, on what, uh, if, you know, blood, guts and gore? What are your... What are your what are your vibes? So we know Cody Krillman. I think we all yes. yeah. You know yes. that's that's yeah. he makes yeah. a living on yeah. blood guts yeah. and yeah. gore, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, um, if, but if you're like a a beef cattle guy, yeah, um, I think that's okay. Absolutely, right? because that is your your client's daily life too. Yep. it's not my client's daily no, life, right? No, yeah, yeah. So there's a I little think difference. Cat owners probably are a little more more sensitive. To I would it. agree, but um, they they do have an interest. In, if you just show gore without any Mm. any reasoning then it is just gore sure and, and no then you attract people yeah. that that mm. you know whatever but if you so for instance uh dr julius liptak uh, mm. uh is doing an awesome job he has a closed facebook site but he does an awesome job with explaining exactly what you see is very educational mm. and then i would say yeah it it, it has a purpose mm. Mm. um the other thing that i think that we often do is make things too nice. So 
Okay. Here you have these awful teeth of a cat and mm. everybody thinks it's normal. No, that's what you need to show the owner. Mm. This is really yeah. not normal. Absolutely. And so you have to show some gore to be able to express to them. So this is normal teeth. And these are teeth that are completely out of whack. Absolutely. And you should have done we'll do that with a before and after in the same yeah. cat. That's, but it's still core. Yeah. And, and I would extend it. So I would extend it by saying this as well, because I see a lot of practices make this mistake as they share just pictures of teeth, maybe as bad as the teeth can get, mm -hmm. or maybe before and after. But I want to see a story behind that. Yeah. Cat. You know, what, yeah. what was it? Yeah. What, why are those teeth bad? How yeah. did it get to that point? And then yeah. more importantly, how, how were you as a veterinarian able to actually help that, uh, that cat? And I, so I just love that you said the word story, because I think that's something that I learned from you and I learned from some other people like Yola mm -hmm. too. And it, and it taught me to make sure everything has a story. Mm. It, it could be a short story. It could be a long story, but there needs to be some story because as, as humans, that's how we connect. We connect with the story. So thank you so much, uh, Eric, uh, for the first part of this podcast. Oh. It's awesome to have you here. And I'm very excited because in two weeks we have another one with mm. you. And Yay. we have covered quite a lot of topics already. And I think social media and how mm. to communicate with your clients is very, very important. Mm -hmm. So we really appreciate it. Yes, and thank you so much because we really do... Uh, all of us are, are are interested in this. We all use so well, no, I wouldn't say all of us, but m most of us use mm. social media every day well, anyway. Certainly. And uh, it's not that big a leap. No. Mm -mm. It's not that big a leap to no. learn how to leverage that for your practice. We all communicate. Yeah, we all and communicate. And so, it's, if you mm. if you're good in communicating, you're probably also good in social media communication. If you understand what the absolutely, are. and it's two part. There's a lot to say about it, but little steps at a time, baby steps. Exactly, that's wonderful. So, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. The opinions of this podcast are those by Dr. Susan Little and Dr. Yola Kirpenstein. Veterinary medicine is a complex profession, and often there are multiple diagnostic and therapeutic options for different disease processes. If you're a pet owner with questions, please go to your local veterinarian. If you're a veterinary professional, ask your questions on our Instagram page, at HerPodcast. Dr. Susan Little is a feline medicine specialist with two cat-only hospitals in Ottawa, Canada. She is best known as an international speaker and as the author and editor of two textbooks, The Cat, Clinical Medicine and Management, and August, Consultations in Feline Internal Medicine. Along with three cats, she also admits to owning two dogs, and you can follow her on social media with the handle at Cat Pet Susan. Dr. Yola Kirpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at GVE. TSX. 